Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I have a story to tell you today. As the NBA season was coming to an end, it looked like the Minnesota Timberwolves were uh, a shoe-in to be in the nine spot, meaning they were going to play a play-in game to get into the playoffs. Now, the play-in concept has only been around for a few years, and I've always thought it would be fun to go to a play-in game. It's kind of like a mini bucket list for me. But at the same time, I, I thought of my friend Keaton, who lived in Minneapolis and is also a big Timberwolves fan. I'm not a Timberwolves fan, but he is. So I texted him and I said, hey, man, looks like we got a, a play-in game on Wednesday night next week. Do you want to go? I would love to buy us awesome seats. I want to gift it to you. We're going to go and we're going to have an amazing time. And he immediately responded, yeah, that's so cool. Thank you. Let's do it. And I quickly bought tickets and I bought some really good seats. They were great. And so we're good. We're, now we just wait. We wait and see how it all plays out. And of course, it's going to play out the way it should play out. And we'll go enjoy our game together. Fast forward two days. The Wolves win out. The other teams lose. And the Wolves are now in a higher spot. And the game that we were supposed to go to didn't happen. They ended up playing the Lakers on Monday in the higher-ranked playing game. And this whole idea of me and Keaton going to this game on Wednesday blew up. And which was a total bummer. And uh, I thought, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, it sucks. It didn't work out, but at least we'll get refunded. We'll get our game refunded. And there were two games on the, the ticket platform. There was play in game one and play in game two. Well, play in game one was at Los Angeles, and so it didn't happen. And so as, as uh, this reality was coming, coming to fruition that it wasn't going to happen, I thought, well, at least we'll get refunded, except I didn't get refunded. I'm looking at the website of the ticket, the ticket platform, and instead, the date got switched to Friday. And I thought, wait, what? And when it said play in game one, it didn't actually mean play in game one. It meant home play in game one, regardless of when that was. And so I thought, uh-oh, I may not get a refund. And so what was going to happen then is... If the Timberwolves lost on Monday, there would be a game in Minnesota on Friday. If they won, they would be in the playoffs. So the game comes, and I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the Timberwolves to win so I could just get refunded. We move on. Well, the Lakers had this great comeback, and they won. So the Wolves, they lost, and all of a sudden, there was a game on Friday, and I had two tickets, and I paid 550 bucks for the tickets. And my friend Keaton couldn't go. So every single thing worked against me. And so that's the, that's the landscape. I wanted to lay that out there for you. So here I am, 
two tickets, $550 to a game my friend can't go to. And there's no way around it. Here's where it gets worse. The value of the tickets plummets. The last game of the season, one of the, the Timberwolves' best players punches a teammate in the huddle. He gets suspended. Another player in the same game gets upset. He punches a wall, breaks his hand. He's out. So the energy is low and the organization is in turmoil. Thus, the prices of the tickets just start eroding. And as I was talking to friends about this, as the week, I didn't know what I was going to do. As the week played on, I had people say, well, you have to go. Otherwise, you just lost a lot of money. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. And this is where I want to talk about today because I think they're thinking of it wrong. Now, they're thinking of it the way everybody thinks of it. I lost money. And so I'm kind of pot committed at this point. I have to go. I can't just sell the tickets for a huge loss because then I lost money and I don't go to the game. So that's a huge loss. But that's where this idea of sunk costs comes into, into the fold. Now, sunk costs, it's a, it's a term. We, we use it in the investment world all the time. It's, a hard, it's an easy concept to understand. It's a hard one to implement in our lives. And, and it, it, it goes as this. All the time, energy, money, that we've invested something in something, it's in the past. You can't unwind it. It already happened. Thus, when we're thinking about the decision at hand, you have to let that go and you have to look at it at face value on where you're at today. So in that moment, as I'm trying to figure out what do I do with these two tickets that cost me 550 bucks, the fact that I paid 550 for them was completely irrelevant to the decision. That had happened. I can't unwind or, 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 or unwish, it, unwish it. I can't do that. It already happened. So here's where I was. The tickets were worth 250. I could have sold the two tickets for 250 bucks. So I had two options. I had a couple different options, but the two options I was really thinking about is I could sell the tickets and I could make 250 bucks. Or I could keep the tickets and go to the game, spend another 50 bucks on gas and go Enjoy the experience. Create some memories. So the cost of me going to the game was $300 from that point. I wouldn't have $250 and I would spend $50. So the cost for me to go to the game was $300 in this moment. I could either stay home and be $300 richer or I could go to the game and be $300 poorer. That was the decision at play. I had to let go of the sunk cost. Sunk cost, irrelevant to the conversation. And as I thought about it, I decided it was worth it to go to the game. I was willing to pay $300 to go to this game on Friday night, in which the Timberwolves hosted the Oklahoma City Thunder. My friend TJ and I, we loaded up on a Friday afternoon. We road tripped it to the game. 
We had an amazing experience. We had we had a drink and dinner beforehand. Went to the game. Awesome game. Intense crowd. It was the environment was awesome. The stadium was great. We just really enjoyed the experience. The Timberwolves pulled it out and ended up blowing them out in the fourth quarter. They went on this huge run. It was exciting. And then uh, we road tripped it back home that night. We got home at 3:30 in the morning. And we were toasted all weekend. It was, we were, we were a mess. It was amazing. I'm so glad we did that. But I thought that was a perfect story, not to illustrate my stupidity. I wish I could have a, a do-over, but in hindsight, I'm glad we went. And, um, you know, a year from now, I won't even think about the cost. The cost won't even, I won't even remember the cost unless I come back and listen to this or read the blogs that I wrote about it. But... This is a perfect example of, of how sunk costs can mess with us. This idea that I had to go to the game to not lose, quote unquote, lose all that money. What if I didn't want to go to the game at that point? What if I couldn't go or I didn't want to go and I went and I forced myself to go out of obligation because I had already had all these sunk costs that were, that were psychologically messing with me. I would have spent $300 on an experience I didn't want or couldn't, or couldn't, you know, logistically afford. That would have been a mistake. That would have been the mistake, but that's where most people would have gone because you don't want to recognize the loss that we've already incurred on the sunk costs. This is the very same reason that we stay in bad relationships. This is the very same reason why we stay in bad investments. This is the very same reason we stay at crappy jobs. Because we think about, and, and I, I'm guilty. I have been in some really bad relationships over the years. And the toxicity definitely goes both ways. Um, I've, I've had my, my issues as well, but I've been in some really bad relationships that should have ended sooner in me or her or both of us. We probably stayed in it too long because of the sunk cost. We had so much and we had so much invested in those relationships, all that time and all that energy. And then if we were to separate it's kind of an acknowledgement that you wasted all that time or you threw away all that time or it was all for nothing. And so you stay and you stay in these relationships. That goes the same with a really crappy investment. It goes the same for terrible jobs. I remember when I left my career, people would say, I can't believe you're throwing away your 15 year career. Well, I wasn't throwing away anything. The time that I had invested had already been spent. It was already spent. I can't, I can't unspend it. I had to make whatever decision was best from that day forward. And it wasn't a crappy job, but that, that concept still applied where people said, you're throwing it away. No, I'm just taking everything I've gained from it and I'm using it in a different way. You have to, you have to let go of the sunk costs. I know a lot of people that I've coached have, have some really bad investments. 
and they were bad then and they're bad now. However, it's hard when you're staring at an 85% loss on on an investment that you've made. It's hard to push the sell button because the moment you push the sell button, you realize the loss. But the loss has already happened. The loss had already happened, but that selling, that button, is the recognition of the loss. And that sunk cost mindset is so hard for people to stomach. It goes the same when we we sell a car, when we're underwater in a car, or we sell our house, when maybe we don't really want to sell our house. There's so many scenarios in which this plays out in life and we make bad decisions because of the sunk cost. I know lots of people that are in really bad underwater positions on their cars. They just bought their car and they say, I can't sell it because I'm underwater or or I'll lose my down payment. And I always say to them, That's in the past. If you need to sell this vehicle, you need to sell this vehicle. And they're like, yeah, but I'm going to lose because I paid this for it three, I paid, let's say, I paid 55,000 three months ago and now now I'm only going to get 50. Well, that may be, but that's a sunk cost. You already, that, that, that cake is baked. If the best decision for you is to do something different, you got to do something different. You have to really think about the sunk costs concept and be willing to let the sunk costs be in the past and make whatever decision is best for you going forward. This is also one of the reasons why businesses hold on to bad ideas. I think about Northern Vessel, uh, the coffee company that I am a partner in. We've had so many good things happen. But we've also had some massive failures along the way. What we, as owners, we've talked about this. Our gut says we should keep going because we can maybe make it right. We can maybe save face on this idea and maybe it will work. Because if you quit and you stop, it's a recognition that you failed. And we made a commitment early on. And our commitment was that if something is not working, we move on. We iterate, we scrap it, we move on. So when we've had these issues come up where we clearly have missed the mark, we have quickly pivoted into something else. Some of the the biggest things that we were planning that thought were going to be the biggest successes have been the biggest, biggest failures. And the reason I think why Northern Vessel has had success was because we've been able to quickly abandon the things that didn't work, even if it hurts our pride. And we have to recognize that we're going to eat the sunk costs. And I think as business owners, I think as as humans, as consumers, we we have to look at this in a better way. And this episode applies to every single area of our lives. 
if we can truly look at sunk costs in a rational way and realize they're in the past, we will make better decisions going forward. And so here's, a, here's maybe a call to action. I mean, besides applying this idea to your life, can you reach out if you have any examples of this in your life? We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear the examples and how they've played out in your life or a decision that you have coming up. We'd love to collect some examples. I think it'd be fun to do an episode where we talk about some real-life listener versions of decisions that, that heavily involve sunk costs. And so if you have something, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. We have Facebook. We have YouTube. We have TikTok. You can find us in all the different ways. And so thank you so much. Have an awesome week. 